Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Feeling ahead of the first day of school, I'm John Aaron. Nearly 2,000 more students join Maryland's largest school district. I'm Dick Iuliano. Students will return to classes on Monday in Prince George's County, and the inspector general has some homework for the school board. I'm Annalisa Gale. A woman shares her story as a child attending a march on Washington. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. The seizure of classified documents from former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate has prompted outcry from many Trump supporters. But Illinois Republican Adam Kinzinger on NBC's Meet the Press is calling out members of his own party. The hypocrisy of folks in my party that spent years chanting lock her up about Hillary Clinton because of some deleted emails or quote-unquote wiping a server are now out there defending a man who very clearly did not take the national security of the United States to heart. As for those seized documents... A federal judge in South Florida has indicated her preliminary intent to appoint an independent special master to review materials taken from former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate and set a hearing for September 1st. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence is also preparing a review of the items recovered, according to a letter from the director to congressional leaders obtained by CBS News. That's CBS's Wendy Gillette. A CBS News battleground tracker finds Republicans are still leading the race for control of the House, but the Democrats are gaining ground. CBS News Elections and Surveys Director Anthony Salvanto appeared on Face the Nation. We see gains for the Democrats among this key voting bloc, college-educated women. And then related, there's this view among women, among independents, that should the Republicans gain Congress, that the Republicans would prioritize abortion restrictions. So that's how that all ties together on the abortion front for Democrats. Hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst, as Mississippi's Pearl River is likely to crest. I've never been in a flood situation before, so I'm just being prepared for now. i got uh, plenty of food at home, just in case I live in a townhouse, so if I need to move up or if I just, just need to move out. Meanwhile, the mayor of Jackson, Mississippi, has declared a state of emergency. All systems go for tomorrow's planned Artemis One launch from the Kennedy Space Center. My thoughts are that we look great for tomorrow. Love the fact that the weather looks really like it's going to cooperate in the beginning of the window. And, and our job is to get to the beginning of the window, and that's what I'm going to try to get the team to do. NASA test flight director Jeff Spaulding says tomorrow's two-hour launch window opens at 8.33 a.m. Eastern Time. Families of the Robb Elementary School shooting victims calling for the government to change the state's gun laws. At a March for Our Lives rally on Saturday, Uvalde parents and activists demanded Governor Greg Abbott call a special session to immediately raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 to 21. My sister did not have to die for this. It was too easy for this punk to buy these weapons. Ricardo Lewis of KEYE-TV. This is... This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It is 12.03 on a Sunday. It is August the 28th, 2022, and we're going up to the mid-90s possibly.
And good to have you along this afternoon. I'm Mike Marillo. The top stories we're following for you this hour. Students in D.C. are among those heading back to school tomorrow. It has both kids and parents brimming with anticipation. A lot of excitement, a little bit of nervous excitement. That's what parent Megan Clark is feeling ahead of the new school year. Her young son will be going to Lafayette Elementary School in Northwest D.C. and with masks optional this school year. I think we're still trying to decide if uh, how we feel about sending him in a mask every day or not. We still haven't made that decision, I think. Parents of K-12 through students have a deadline of today to upload a negative COVID test for their child online. Also this year, students 12 and older must be vaccinated against COVID. John Aaron, WTOP News. You can hear more on the WTOP DMV Download Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. When students return to school on Monday in Montgomery County, there will be some new faces in the classroom. The student population has grown. Nine-year-old Catalina Ascacibar is glad to be going back to school after the COVID disruptions. Happy to become a fourth grader at Rockville Elementary. I'm thinking about almost everything. I'm thinking about, like, how it's going to be and stuff like that. Catalina was among the students visiting the county's back-to-school fair. Montgomery County School spokesman Christopher Cram says there'll be more kids in the largest school district in Maryland. We're expecting almost 2,000 more kids this year, so our enrollment is going up a little bit. Cram says Montgomery County School families speak 150 different languages. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 12.05 on the first day in Prince George's County tomorrow for students. They won't be the only ones doing homework. The Office of Inspector General has made several recommendations to ensure that taxpayer dollars are spent widely on the school board. The Office of the Inspector General says the Prince George's County Board of Education Ethics Advisory Panel's investigation last year into seven school board members was not only flawed, but it also cost more than $100,000. This comes after the office received several complaints from parents regarding taxpayer dollars used. The Inspector General's office also accuses school board chair Juanita Miller, the acting general counsel and the chair of the Ethics Advisory Panel, of violating a board policy. The recommendation is now for the County Board of Education to revisit their guidelines to ensure they're obtaining fair prices for services. Earlier this summer, County Executive Angela Alsebrooks asked the school board chair to step down, but instead she hinted at a hearing process. The process should not be allowed to be unduly manipulated. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. WTOP reached out to the school board chair, by the way, regarding the latest report. So far, we have not received a response. It's 12.06. A lawmaker in Anne Arundel County wants to see only American flags flying outside of county buildings. The bill from council member Nathan Volke, a Pasadena Republican, will go before the county council soon. Volke says the goal is to avoid sending conflicting messages to county residents, but the Capital Gazette is reporting that it has led to opposition from all types of groups, including veteran groups and LGBTQ plus rights activists. Police in Prince George's County are issuing a warning to the public about dangerous drugs. It comes as four teenage girls overdose in three days. All four were revived. The first was on Thursday when Hyattsville police pulled an unconscious 16-year-old girl from the back of a car on East-West Highway. She overdosed on a combination of alcohol, cocaine, and Percocet. On Saturday, Hyattsville police found a group of teens at Duck Pond Park. Three girls were vomiting and passed out. Police suspect they overdosed on a combination of booze and Oxycontin. Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Towers says the DMV has been seeing an increase in drug overdose cases, in part because of the addition of fentanyl to illegal drugs and counterfeit prescription medications. U.S. overdose deaths are up 10% over last year, according to the CDC. Luke 
Luger, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, what was it like attending the 1963 March on Washington? We hear from one woman who was there. She was just 10 years old at the time. It's 12.07. That's coming up. We are all looking forward to the end of COVID-19 and asking, are we there yet? But if we really want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we need to be asking, are we vaxxed yet? A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 